I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you have to deal with any of that that stuff from, like, the upbringing of Drake and him kind of living in in uh, Toronto without you at times? We hear it in his lyrics sometimes. I, uh, I, I had a conversation with Drake about that. I have uh, always been with Drake. Mm. I talk to him, if not every day, every other day. Wow. Um, and we we really got into a deep conversation about that. Um, I said, Drake, why are you saying all of this uh, different stuff about me, man? Like, uh, uh, this is not cool. And uh, he goes, Dad... It sells records. <laughs> uh, so, okay, well, cool. Go I wish my dad was that understanding. Talk about me. I'm in shock. The nerve, the audacity. <laughs> okay. Don't be mad, UPS is hiring. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast, baby. This is a special episode. Why? We beat it, baby. We beat it. We beat the record. Did we? What are we? 37? 35, baby. Oh, was it? We only made it 35. We only made it to 35 on, on What's Your Flavor? Uh, so we tied it then. No, nah, no, nah, we beat it because we technically have another episode. The Kawhi episode uh, that we gave okay. him, that counts as another I episode. I mean... So we beat. Either way, this is, a, this is a milestone for us. This is a hallmark. Fuck that other podcast. Fuck What's Your Flavor. Fuck we every this- podcast. <laughs> Bang on them. Oh, okay, sorry. Maybe, maybe not. Okay, how are you going to tell me? Maybe not all of them. All because of them. I adjusted my levels to the point yeah, where I could probably yell and not hit the spikes. Well, just but you, my level. No, because every time on the episode, you'll either go too high when I don't expect you to, or then you start mumbling and go too low, That's and then I, I don't understand what the, the fuck table, you're saying. The unexpected. <laughs> I'm the wild card, baby. You're crazy. I can't believe people actually hit me up and was like, oh, I kind of agree with Gabe. Wait, like, who, because... Who who can agree with the guy that this is that is this nuts? Because I'm the most insane, rational person there is. Like, yo, that's a good, that's a good, that's a good take. That's a good take. That is a good take. Life's not serious, but when it gets serious, I can be serious. Mad motherfucking hardcore. Yo, what does your dad do? He's a real estate agent, right? He gets around. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> Don't sell him like that, bro. He does his thing. He's on the block. He's on the corner. Yeah. I remember. I remember one time in university. I told. I told a girl. Why, I, was doing you, my, I was doing my thing, and then. then <laughs> oh yeah, you and still then cringe I, about yeah. that. Well, that because like my boy keeps ago. killing me about it. <laughs> yeah. That was the most devastating L I ever took in university. Every, yeah, because every, he just kept clowning me, and it wasn't that, that bad. Yeah. It's not as bad as save some for us ugly people. <laughs> <I did. laughs> That's Why gotta be the worst throw. Dad? 
That's oh no, because no, no, because we t Drake was on the intro, so oh. or Drake's dad was on the intro, talking about him. So I felt like it was a good way to transition into this because I noticed something about your dad. What? His Instagram page is called Rep Hard. That is fucking dope. That is clever. I don't, I don't think I don't think he, I I've noticed that too, but I don't think he does that on purpose. Like it's just like a, what, okay, what's his first just, name? It's R. It's Ronald. So oh, so Ronald it's just R. Yeah, but I'm like you know that's and like he's like what and just kind of brushes it off. I'm like rep your click, like rep hard. Yeah, I thought I thought that he was like um, what do you call it? Um, who's the people who sell houses? He has mortgage. He does mortgaging for houses, so you're not real estate. Okay, he real estate. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Right yeah, so I thought house. he was in real estate, so I'm like, it's oh, he's rapping shit. for his crew, rap hard. Yeah, no, he, that's pretty I dope. Don't, not see it like that. <laughs> I was yeah. like, he should help you. My dad's a god for what? I should brand my dad. My no, no, you don't. You don't come up with as good nicknames as that. Rap yes, hard is flames. The Great Order. That does has nothing to do with your name, and it's a terrible nickname. It is Order Rap Hard. <laughs> But yeah, as I said, um, oh, Buster Rhymes smoked this shit. Retrovicious. Um, as I said earlier, this is episode 35. It's a very special episode because me and Gabe had a podcast before with another man who shall rename Nameless. Um, and it was pretty cool for a bit, but um, let's be real. A lot of people didn't really fuck with it. So I mean, we, I, don't, I don't think it was, it was a learning process. True. Like, you, get, you get better from your mistakes yeah, uh, and your failures. Um, and, and, and that podcast did have a dope episode with another artist from Toronto as well, too. So if you do happen to want to check that out, you can. It's a pretty we good episode dope with, and dope with Block Uno. Yeah, no, no. We had, yeah, we had great episodes. I think it was just the fact that we branded it as a sports podcast, which meant that we had to compete with all the other sports podcasts. And I felt like not too many people wanted to tune in and listen to just, like, sports. Yeah. Even though we did have a culture section, it just wasn't the same. Yeah, true. So. Uh, it's definitely easier. Like, I, I, every week I have at least, like, three or four new people reach out being like, how can I listen or whatever. I've started listening. Yeah, I've, I've had, people, like, I've had like, people do that as well, too. Which is a good feeling, you know? For sure. It keeps yeah. us going. It's a yeah. dope feeling, for sure. So and I yeah. do appreciate all the new listeners. I appreciate my wisdom, fam. Um, the people I went to elementary school with back in Scarborough, uh, they've been listening to a couple of these episodes, so I appreciate that a lot. Uh, they were clowning me because I said I was a good dancer on the last episode, which I am. Um <laughs> But they said they wanted to see it, so now I feel like they got to come out and check me out one of the nights I go out to a bar and bust all my moves out. Also, I do got to address something else. Two weeks ago, <laughs> we were talking about our sex lives on this on an episode, and people were hitting me up about that as well, too, because I went on and said I enjoy vanilla sex off rip, which doesn't mean that I only enjoy vanilla sex. It just means when I first meet you, I'm not trying to do all the crazy shit that you would expect from someone you've been dating for, for time. Yeah. I I keep it very straightforward on the first meetup. I'm, it's all I meant to say. Doesn't mean I'm boring in bed. Doesn't mean I'm basic in bed. It just means off rip. I'm keeping it straight. You cannot say the same. Yeah, I'm, I'm vanilla all the way through. If you marry me, it's 30, 20 years. 30 so 20 years, years of straight of vanilla, missionary. Yeah. Straight baby. missionary, homie. You know what? Because this is how I see You know people like, oh, pretty girls don't have to try. And like, what are, are you saying? I'm a pretty girl. I don't like. Well, you could have you could have sold yourself a bit better there and said I, you're a good looking guy. I mean, well, that's but I'm saying no because the good looking guy is still on the echelon. Of, like, oh, OK. So you're saying yeah, you're I'm in saying, that I'm you're in that group I'm threshold above that. Like I can sit there and just no, I'm just kidding. But like, no, I, I honestly I don't care. Like no one's ever been like, you're. oh, man, it's so weird because I love uh, Ah, I was. Just, I don't want to. Ah, what my, are you? What are you doing right now? Are you struggling? My, my with mom loves and supports me, and listens to every podcast and reviews it. Has and she? Tells me what she, she hasn't. Likes. She hasn't given me any yeah, updates every recently. single episode, and she breaks it down and sends me a message. Well, that's because she's actually my mom. So, like, <laughs> well, she's my mom uh, too. Yeah, she, apparently, she takes everyone under wing. But so anyway, so sometimes when I'm about to like go in. Now I'm like, man, I, you're a grown man. I know. She understands. I, she, like, we've always known. We've had an like, extremely liberal parent-son uh, relationship and comfortable since I was like a teen. But it's still, at the end of the day, no matter what, it's kind of weird. It's, it's my mom. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? But uh, now I can't go directly into this. But yeah, I don't know. I've never, no one's ever been like, oh, you're, you're bad at sex or anything. I'm just, I'm not. I don't think anyone would ever really bring that up to you, though. I think it's just yeah, something true. where it's, it I mean, just fizzles out. You just don't talk like, to them anymore. Yeah. No, I, 
Yeah, I guess because so. I've had I've had bad partners myself, but I don't hit them up and be like, "Hey, you were trash in bed that last time." Yeah, okay, but just maybe fizzles out. I've had long term girlfriends, and like none of them are like, "Oh, we need to spice things up," or "You need to," like you know what I mean. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> so they're very, they're very vanilla fine with vanilla them. as well too. I think so. Maybe you're. Uh, maybe my. Idea maybe of, the fact that their skin looks vanilla yeah, has true. something to play with it. Yeah. Don't what? Okay. So we're acting like white girls aren't freaks now. Come on. No, that's not. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, that's very far me, from man? the truth. Like all the ones that like actually like, scared me in the bedroom have. Oh, okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm just. I gotta. You can't like, hold back on the podcast. Very fine bro. line. You I have know. to. You I have know. to cross that, that getting, line. Now that I'm getting people though, like now I'm getting listeners and people like reviews. And every like week, I get at least like five to six comments from friends or fat, like whatever. So now it actually becomes harder because I know, like, and people are calling me out. And I know like people are listening. So it's, I'm trying to stay true to the to the brand, but it is hard. I don't know how like really really famous people do it. That's what makes it way more fun. It's that's you true. get that out. My mom knows. <laughs> that's true. So I'll try. I'll try and power through. We'll do it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, you guys. I'll keep it raw and honest and uncut. Like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. Um, as always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Play. And wherever else you get podcasts, you are able to find us. Also, fuck that other podcast that's called Pops Culture that also has a guest named Gabe. Don't look for it. It's trash. Wait, there's another one? Yeah, there's another one. I don't know what they talk about, though. Who cares? Wow. Um, don't Where do you want to start? Because breaking news, Takashi 69 signed a major deal no, is that with the record 100% label. See, though? I don't know if it is confirmed, but, but TMZ reported it, so $10 million? TMZ's pretty reputable to these days. Good for him, man. Get that paper. No, man. This needs, is a terrible precedent. He needs all the security he can get. Dude, if he somehow like I know he's gonna still be successful, but he's looking for beats and stuff like that. I really hope that the industry takes some kind of a stand, but I know They're they won't because full- they're all about money themselves. We won't take so a I know on China. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. We don't no, have to hell no, man. Like, but I, yeah, I, why do we even need to take a stand? Like, he snitched. I would make bank off him. Yeah, like, he's a snitch. That's why. And everyone's a snitch. The, well, the crazy thing about this too is that he signed for a contract to do two albums under this. One is supposedly an English album. The second one is supposedly a Spanish album. Here's the thing: if he signs this deal. With his life still at risk and at large, the money he's going to have to spend in order to pay for his security as well, too. If he like we we know what the end result is like, I don't wish this upon him, but it's very likely that he probably will not survive in these streets. I think he would you agree now? I think he will, though. (laughs) Like it's going to be a horrible like always looking over your shoulder. But he's got that like and he just his personality is just like he's like obviously like I don't know. He has that kind of like. 50 cent vibe like but like of like he just gets by and he's gonna like somehow get out of this and not be murdered he, yeah he seems untouchable with yeah. how he conducts himself and he, like he i mean people hate him already like he was always shit talking like that's why him and 50 got along earlier because he was just calling out anyone people want his head from the beginning and he's just like he seems like you know how it's always seems like the good people kind of like die and like the legends and stuff so i feel like somehow he's just gonna survive forever yeah, that was kind of true because Tyga, who when he was really corny, not when he was um not not how he is now. I mean, he's still corny, but he's more popular than he is now. When he was making the transition into like the pop scene and like putting out music that was less optimal than what he was putting out on his mixtapes, a lot of people wanted for him to uh get got pretty much. Because also he was dating Kylie at the time, redshirting her when she was like very young. Yeah. So people were looking for his head as well too, but like you said, it's like the real ones seem to be the ones that pass away, but it's the other ones. Because but, like, the real ones trust people too much and stuff, too. Like, you have guys like Nipsey and that, like, out there. Whereas, like... I, I the Nipsey the, thing was kind of like a one-off, though, because he wasn't really trusting. It was just in that he, circumstance. He was, though. Like, you know what No, because his bodyguard he was... up on him, though, and straight up called him a snitch. It was like, I heard you've been talking. And, like, I feel like... These guys, yeah, but that was like the one instance where his bodyguard wasn't with him, though. And it was a rare occurrence. But I'm sure like, there's more, probably. Like, I'm just, I'm just, but, like, there's people, like, I don't know. I feel like when you're, like, the when you know, when you're a bad person, you know how bad people are. So you survive because, like, you're, you don't trust them. You think the worst of people and, like, of all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas, like, guys are, like, real, like, Tupac and all that and stuff as well. Like, they, they let their guard down because, you know, they were, they stood for something. I agree. If that makes any sense. No, I, I can, I can kind of see what you're saying there. 
Um, but back to my point, because this is what I really did want to mention. Okay, let's say let's say hypothetically he does end up passing away. <laughs> my point was that be, with him signing this deal, and let's say his music does blow up, which I think we believe that it will, with him passing away and him under contract, the label just benefits off of this situation. I like I feel like there's no risk here for that label because of the fact that if he does end up living, obviously they still reap the benefits of his music. Yeah, but but if he does pass away, I think that might even more. Like, yeah. yeah, I think that might give them more money because not only will he um, have the heat from him being a snitch, but on top of that, he passes away. People are definitely going to check for that music even more. Once he passes away, yeah, but what is this a surprise? Like labels know how to win. Like they always know how to win. Even that's why they sign people who fail, but they still get the money out because they get the three sixty deals and all that. Yeah, is that? Yeah, I agree with you, but that's just the course of how it is. Like labels have money, lawyers, and everything behind them, and they always come out on top. Artists have to start being way more independent and like owning more of their shit, or at least signing deals that benefit them in a way where they can start making profits off their, off their music. I think probably the biggest thing they need to do is keep their masters or at least get like some royalties off of it or something like that, um, which I guess in a sense is probably easier said than yeah, done, depending said. on who you are, because a lot of artists who come up don't really understand the music business and how it works. But I think that's probably your number one priority if you are trying to make music something that you want to do as your career, is that you have to learn the backside and the music business itself before you start signing these deals. Agreed, but that's just always going to be a fact of life. The the music, like, there's always the smart guys. Like, I think Nipsey owned all this shit too, and like, there's people who it's a big deal to them to keep their rights and all that. But at the end of the day, the reality is most musicians are hella young, coming up, struggling, so they see a little bit of money and they sign with it. Like, shit. Like, we, I'm sure we could talk all this, but if someone came to us. It was like, okay, I'll give you like whatever, a certain amount of money for the podcast rights you guys record. And it's like, we'd probably sell out in a set. You know? I would never sell yeah. out. It's easier to say, <laughs> I agree, but realistically, it's easier to It say. depends on, okay, it depends on the money. That, well, that's yeah. what I would say. It would depend yeah. on what kind of deal they offered us. I'm not taking up like, um, actually, no, mill, mill up front might be pretty I, nice. Bitch, I'm taking $100 <laughs> up front. You can have, own my soul. Um, I'll write it on the piece of paper. This is yours. Would you take a hundred grand up front? Yes, man. But then well, we, we like, split, split. Podcast is different though because it, okay, it, it, if it, I had some like superior talent, like if I was a singer, then and believed in myself, okay. But, so you don't believe in yourself? No, now. but like no, because the 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 podcast is so much of like the machine behind it. Yeah, too. yeah, for sure. Versus, that like, definitely a helps. Musician, as well. if I'm like the weekend or something, obviously I'm going to believe in myself. Like there's a billion people talking shit on a podcast. It's about yeah, yeah, yeah okay, ears, okay. Right? So it's a different situation. But yeah, like I don't know. Like I mean, if we had already got our own, that's different though. Like if you came to us now, we'd already got clout and a hundred thousand viewers or something. Then I may reconsider. Like blah blah blah. But right now, when you're on the low low, you get them when you know. Then I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. okay, here you go. <laughs> like, like you know what I mean. So, yeah. Also, that'd be split. So, we get 50K That's, each. That, I think that for me, that would just depend on how many years. I'm not signing that for like five years if that was like the contract. I am. That's terrible. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> it depends. About? Like, well, if you come in, no. They like come in and film a show one hour a week or something for four years, then I might consider it for. No, even that's a lot. That's probably not even. Anyways, <laughs> times are desperate. Just to close out this Takashi thing. Um, his testimony did pay off because the former Nine Trade Blood Gang members were found guilty of kidnapping and racketeering charges. Six Nine has agreed to, or he did agree to snitch, so it'll definitely reduce his 47-year minimum sentence that he was facing. But it doesn't mean that he'll be free right away. Uh, the reported best-case scenario for Takashi Six Nine is getting credit for time served and being released sometime in 2020. 2020 is pretty soon, though. Yeah, that's next Bo year. Bobby gets out next <laughs> in year. And uh, uh, no, I think it's 2021. I, th I think it's 2020 December. Oh, okay, you might be right. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I got the 12s mixed up. That's why yeah. I said 21. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Which is dope because yeah. he actually put in the work, um, and like stayed in prison and took yeah. he took a longer sentence so that um, Rowdy Rebel would take even shorter time in yeah. jail as well too. That's real. So shout out to him as well too. Let's move on. Um, where do you want to go? Do you want? Uh, I I do want to touch on this Uber chant real quick. Uber chant. Yeah, so during the playoffs, 
Yeah. The New York Yankees oh, are facing yeah, yeah, the Minnesota yeah, yeah, Twins. Because yeah, yeah. the guy was driving Uber when he's in the minor. Yeah, and it's like, I don't get why people are offended for the fact that Yankee fans were yelling this. Like, it's a sporting event. That happens at sports events. You're trying to get the other team yeah. rattled. Like They're as, trying to act like it was a classist attack or something. Yeah, like, like as long as it's not derogatory in any way, like... There's no need for you to get offended online. It's such it's so such like bullshit and like fake outrage. Like you're not actually upset about that. Yeah. I feel like you're just doing it for the fact that you know it's probably going to get you some kind of retweets or likes or some kind of attention online. Like for example, if he is proud of the fact that he got to the majors and he had to do the Uber thing to make it to that point, like why would you feel offended for him yeah. if he doesn't feel offended himself? Now he hasn't count I don't think he's come out and said anything about it, but if he's not upset himself, why are you going to be? Yeah, I, upset if I'm about driving it? Uber and I made it later, and I'm getting in front of Yankee <laughs> who, Stadium, exactly. Who the f- like, why the fuck would like, you care? Yup, yup. Like that's not going to yeah, stop like, anyone <laughs> from. Like, there's some wild shit. Like, I remember when Steve Kerr was playing in college. His dad died in Iraq, and the fans started chanting like about his dead dad. Like, yeah, that's see, that's, that's crazy. That's, yeah, that's crossing the line. But Uber driver, Uber. Like, yeah, like that's some shit. Like you're. Pr- you're proud of it's the same stuff of like yeah i'm not gonna be embarrassed like we blew up now and someone was like intern intern okay <laughs> yeah like, like what do you what? care i got exactly. millions now like i'll slap you yeah and no one's like it's not sh- i'm sure half the people yelling it were uber drivers like, <laughs> one fourth of people i know have done uber like yeah no it's obviously- that's true yeah a lot of them could have been uber drivers themselves yeah like, it's, it's like what- that shouldn't that shouldn't even affect them. He, I would be chanting for them to bring yeah, it on even further. Like, 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 oh no! Like, if you're tough enough to be multitasking, being a pro athlete, and driving Uber and stuff, you're not going to the bigs and then crumple over some goddamn Uber chance. Yeah, like you know what I mean. No, I saw, but I didn't see that. But I saw a couple people. I saw a couple people talking wave, about it. But I was, I was like, I kind of like, like okay. No. But most of the comments were like, "You're a moron." But yeah, there's no, like, well, the original thing that post that I saw, a lot of people were saying how it was disrespectful and I was reading like the threads and stuff like that. And I'm just like, you guys are insane. Yeah. But, but the things like Twitter can become such a like echo chamber of like, it depends what corner of it. Yeah, that's in. true. That too, is very you know true. What I mean? Like people just so, repeat a lot of the things. Yeah. You took all the good analogies. <laughs> what? Cause I want to say, Oh, if I worked at McDonald's and I became a huge rap star after like, why would I feel offended if someone was like, you worked at McDonald's yeah. or like I mean, McD's, well, that shit, McD's. That shit does happen. Like in disses and stuff. And like people, they don't give a shit. Like, yeah, worked it. Oh, like know. Big Mac. Someone yells Big Mac. Yeah, like, like, I'm not gonna get offended. What the fuck do I care? And your boys too. Like I used to like you. Oh, you rag on them for all that shit too. Like you know what I <laughs> that mean. That shit still hurts deep though. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> yeah, especially when they're like with, you're with your girl or something. Like, oh man. Remember when we drove McDonald like for Uber and stuff. Sorry, right, shut up. Yo, so Trump's been going through it lately. Yo, he's yeah. he's that, been. When isn't he? Tweet- no, 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 no. Like normally he just like. He'll tweet here and there, just like some random yeah. shit. But ever since this impeachment shit came, bro, he's been on his Twitter 24-7, just like looking for Yo. anything to try and save him see- or deflect in any kind of way. Did you see that one where like you re- referenced him like in his great wisdom? In my yeah, great, yeah, like, I, I was like, that's wild, man. Like, how can you actually as a serious person, like, like I, that's how I'd say something when I'm joking. Like, it, like you know what I mean? Like, the audacity. Oh, man. Yeah, he just, he like thoroughly believes all the things that he says. And even when something's not about him, he still finds a way to make it about himself. No matter what he it went is. At Kerr, like, didn't he? Yeah. He took some shots at Kerr. He took some shots at Popovich as well, too. Um, he, he said, he said, Kerr looked like a little boy oh, trying yeah, to answer yeah. the questions about yeah. China and stuff like that. Um, I was actually on, cause Kerr did have that quote about being like, you have to speak up. And then when they asked him about the China thing, he said nothing. Like, did so, this- did you see the clip? Because I never saw the clip of what happened to Kerr. Like, when they uh, asked him it was about him it. being like, "I don't," which is I don't know. Like at first, it's okay. That's a bit of a coward. But like honestly, like I don't know. Like they're like he's like I don't know enough about the China situation, which is like the reality of it too. I mean, I've been reading about it a lot and stuff too. But I don't think it's necessarily the coward's way out. And like I don't. We're gonna get in this later. But yeah. So basically, it was just like him and Cur- uh, Curry have just basically said like. I'm sure it is an issue, but I'm in no position to say anything about it right now because I don't know enough. He's like, I have people who study it and stuff, and I'll speak to them about it. But as of right now, um, and so people are like, oh, you're a coward. Like, he knows what's up. He just doesn't want to say it. Which is understandable because I myself, who I like to pride myself in, like, reading politics about the world and stuff like that, too. I, I knew something was going on in Hong Kong. Like, obviously, I saw the protests and stuff, but I didn't fully understand, like, what was going on. Like, I just knew that it was a thing. It wasn't until we 
it started getting to the NBA, and then obviously we we're going to record this podcast. That I was like, all right, let me actually yeah. read up on it and like learn if, and understand about it. But I mean, this this kind of goes back to our point too when we were talking about Jay Z. Are we going to? Yeah. As much as I love bringing this up, um, you can have you cannot have an opinion on something like especially if you don't have this though. If yeah, especially if you don't have all the information about something like. Which is, you know, what's even more ironic now that I think about it. And I don't want to stay here because we are going to talk about this later. But whenever something happens in the black community and, the like, say a cop kills a black kid, what is the first thing, like, the internet always says? It's like, oh, wait for all the facts. Wait for everything yeah. to come out and stuff like that. But when someone says that they don't have the, enough information to make an informed opinion on something, now all of a sudden they're like, oh, you're a coward to not speak up. It's like the, the rationale behind that is just insane yeah. to me oh. that you can – switch and flip-flop just like, like that especially like this like it is what it, it like i get it and stuff but it is a difference when it's in like your front yard versus back like right now we currently have russia okay so i guess we're talking about it well no okay well we, yeah we'll go into it we'll go into it after but, okay no but okay this is what i was gonna say the point that's no it's like honestly like I, I i read a lot and like take up on this stuff and like i do not feel comfortable speaking up about this on a podcast for something that's there for everyone to hear about like i can like explain from their perspective of like the athletes and stuff but i won't break down what's happening in hong kong and china and syria right now because i don't know like you could have all the hours in the world and like you still don't know so that's why i'm not going to also blame them like we have a couple hundred listeners and i'm still nervous about offending someone by saying the wrong facts about syria or hong kong you know what i mean now imagine being on that platform your nba coach like i know or like a player, like I know for a fact I read more about this stuff than they do. And now all of a sudden we want them to speak up, like when there's a million people looking to like judge and point to something that's happening across the world. Like I get it too. Yeah, also the season's about to start. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think that they have really taken the time to look into this when you're preparing for an NBA season that's just upon you to come up. So, I mean, it's hard to really judge them on not having an opinion on this. I think it falls more on the NBA more so than the actual players. But like I said, we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, Trump has been going through it. I just did want to say that I know people are calling for him to get impeached, but it's not going to happen. Like impeach or, no. or at least or at least if he does get impeached, it doesn't mean that he's going to be out of the office because impeachment just means that they're going to bring charges to him and that he can be charged. It doesn't mean that they're going to kick him out the White House. Yeah. What happens is that it goes to a vote, and it goes to, like, two different votes. And then the final vote that would determine if he stays in office has to be a two-thirds vote. So 66% of um, of the House has to vote for him to be yeah, actually no impeached. And, yeah, there's that. no way that that many Republicans are going to turn on him and get him out of the Hon- uh, out of the White House. Honestly, like— if, if he does get impeached, sorry. If he does get impeached, it's just going to be, like, a— um, a bad look on his presidency. That's pretty much it. But, and I feel like in this day and age, with how extreme and radical people are, they're not going to care. Like, yeah. the Republicans that have already voted for him aren't really going to care. It's going to be the people in the middle who decide if he goes back okay, in or not. I honestly can't handle, though, there's full-blown adults still at this point being like, you could be like, okay, even if you like this policy and stuff, this guy is unhinged, man. Like, the, it's like a, a, a 70-something-year-old, like, the words, like, it's absolute insane. Sanity, but they like, like that though because but, no, but he, you're an adult. Like, he keeps it real, so but that's but what it's, they. It's inco- <laughs> like it's insanity. Like imagine someone came to the office and talked like that, and now you're the most powerful man in the world. Like it's just like the fact that there's so many adults who be like, if they could, they would. This is how some people want to speak, and like yeah, talk. that's, that's, that's no, like, that's why that's they what like the them. Scariest fact to me is like there's literally like one third of Americans like yeah, I'd love to go in the office and just tell Janice that like to shut her like Jew mouth up and stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like it's like. Holy sh! Like, people, or to just grab her by ins- the yeah, like people are insane. This I think it just shows how like bad people are. Like, what like deep intentions they have. Like, if they're like, yeah, like this is awesome. He like, he represents a goddamn maniac. Like, yeah, he represents the inner thinkings and like the yeah. deep dark secrets that a lot of people harbor within like their minds and like their hearts like, and stuff like, like that. But he does what? it on a public platform. So like, oh yeah, like I believe that, like, but. If one of my friends started going up on but Twitter I can't rants like that, it would actually be like, let's we have an intervention and get a mental help. Like but, you know, yeah. You know but I mean, I mean, that's that's the same. That's the same reason why people are so comfortable to spew their bullshit on Twitter is because it's like you're not being held accountable for what you say on Twitter. Yeah. Well, like I mean, you, what are you gonna lose? Especially if you're if you're a person who just like just works a regular job. You're just a, you're just a regular member of society. You have really nothing to lose, no matter what you say on Twitter. Until maybe your company catches wind yeah, of something yeah. crazy. But for the most part, with how many people are on Twitter, it's not likely that you're going to get caught and 
lose your job. No, I hear you. So it, it just it just offers them. <laughs> the the funniest part about the whole Trump thing is though I love the black people that he finds to support him. There was like this woman from Ethiopia. Ethi- oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting way too ahead of myself and way too excited. I need to calm down. There's this woman from Ethiopia. <laughs> yeah, who moved to the states. And she was born, not born, she was raised here. Um, she got adopted by a family. And Trump, I guess, found out about her story. And she was, like, speaking on Trump's behalf, saying how he's going to be a good president and how Jesus is going to come and, like, help the whole situation. And we need to pray more in this country. And Trump is just, like, standing there, like, reveling in this greatness. And I'm just like, man, where does he find these random these people. black people that are just willing to step up for him? Like, I have no qualms if you're a conservative as a black person like that does not bother me whatsoever i think where it really becomes an issue is when you openly and yeah. actively shock and jive like that for trump yeah. that's the part that's the craziest part like kanye people said do anything for like you find crazy people do anything i know any sort of dollar like <laughs> like you yeah for sure man oh yeah. i actually wonder what my threshold is <laughs> Of like, what, like you come up there and like shut. I'll the murder your whole Trump. family. Yeah, like I'm a conservative. We'll murder like every liberal and their whole families. Like, at, like five years ago, asked me that. I'd be like, no dollar in the world would like make me do that. Ask me that now. But like fifty dollars oh, yeah. in a Wendy's coupon. I'm, I might be in. Yeah, like you know, let's race war. So, but yeah, Kanye came out recently and was saying that like the Republican Party freed oh, slaves. God, <laughs> And um, shout out to my boy Hakeem because we were, we, so were ta- we were talking about this, and he was saying how um, the Republicans now it seems like they're more interested in in the benefit and the well being of the wealthy already. Which I mean, he he has a case for a hundred percent. I agree with him, but I just don't like the fact that a lot of people just automatically hear the word conservative and they're like, nope, like I don't even want to hear a thing that they have to say about it. Like I feel like we're in such a divisive world right now that no matter what you hear it's like if one thing's the opposite of what you think you automatically just don't like those people and you disregard them which i don't think is smart or helps the conversation move forward yeah but at some point you have to see like it's not to say that liberals have your interests yeah that's exactly and that that was my point though but it's but at some point too like you can't like the conservatives are spinning black people's face and telling you it's raining too like yeah but i mean you you can't be I just feel like we as a collective can't be so quick to just be democratic just because they, they think progressively, quote unquote, but they don't do anything in terms of their policy. So like, what really matters, what they think or what they're going to actually do? Like, We have to hold our vote and not give either, either side the power well, before we make a stand and make them actually put policies in that, are, like, that help agree, us. But I think our best opportunity, though, is to re- reconfigure the liberal than it is to try and fucking haul over conservatives like there's you know what i mean like i agree and i'm like like one percent liberals and stuff and like the people in power don't have black people's interest in by any means at all but i still think our best shot of a two-party system we don't really have much choice is to reconfigure the liberal and democratic party versus like trying to go on the conservative side i think we can go on the conservative side just not with the president that we have now I don't think. I so, think. I think it's possible if, if uh, they racism is if so they come up in conservatism now that no, I don't think, I don't think so though. I think there's a lot of well. Remember that video that I watched? I know we talked about this like months ago, but there is like there is knowledgeable black conservatives that aren't like extremists about it. Yeah, but there's a lot well, of people who call them pals. Like, there's a lot of people who fall in like the middle or like they lean more so more so towards conservatism, but they have liberal beliefs themselves yeah, but too. but those people have no voices now. That's what I'm saying. The conservative side's got so no, but that's what I mean. Well, that's what I mean. I think that if you get, like right now with Trump, yeah, I would agree. Definitely we can't be that. But I think going past Trump, there might be a conservative um, member who 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 would probably do something differently than he would. Well, like they he, did. They, they had, wouldn't go that extreme. But they had reason people like Colin Powell is a black Republican who's he, even he's disgust. He's like the most famous black Republican ever. And he's so reasonable. And I mean, he's not a great guy, but he's a very reasonable, intelligent person. And even he's like the Republican Party is fucking embarrassing now. And it's got completely out of control. Yeah, and I he, think that can change, though. I think it just depends on who they're pushing, who they're pushing from their party. It's too far. I don't think so. I don't think anything's ever too far because we all move in cycles. So something's definitely going to change eventually. Shut up. <laughs> Anyways, Kanye did say that about the Republicans, yeah, but that's also, which like, means that's, he's ignoring history. That was 150 years. Yeah, ago, it was way. Buddy. It was way. Yeah, like, it was the way. Parties have completely changed. Yeah, like, it was way yeah. back in the day when they were more progressive. But this does mean that he probably is going to start pushing out his album soon because that's what he always does. 
He always has some kind of rant or some kind of crazy statement right. that just he's pushes making, it to the next it level. So hard. He what? He's making it so hard <laughs> for us blacks. No, to like to be oh to I, to be I, a I fan of it. Yeah. That's true. And because he, he literally prefaces stuff like this, like, I don't read. I don't watch news. And then he's like, and then he'll just, <laughs> then he'll just say like, some shit. What yeah. then? What? Like, you know, like the pure, like your mom was a, your mom was a black HBU, HBCU professor and your dad was a black Panther member. And like, you're just out here wiling with comments like that is crazy to me. But I still would. <laughs> he's still checking first for day the cop. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens when he does end up releasing it. But I do think that this means the album is coming fairly soon. If not, well, definitely not this week. Yeah. But I would guess probably sometime in November, maybe yeah. first two weeks of November, something like that. Um, did you watch the debate, the Canadian election debate? Uh, a bit. I mean, I, all right, I we, we can move on. I, all I want to say is <laughs> y'all motherfuckers better vote. We're going to talk about this a little bit more. We have to beat the boomers. That's all I want to do is beat baby boomers. We have to get up off our ass and actually vote in are this next election. Are you voting conservative? I don't know what I'm voting yet. Because but the I, boomers I watched, are voting, voting conservative. I watched, I watched, not all of them. I watched the, the debate. Oh my God. I cannot speak today sometimes. I watched the debate and I was going into it trying to look for someone who I'd lean more towards. But that shit was actually just... No one answered questions, really. And when they did answer them, like, the answers were not sufficient that's, whatsoever. I think the way that that's they... politics. I know, but the way that they designed it didn't help either. Like, they had so many different moderators, which just, like, cut the flow and, like, changed the questions and stuff like that. It was They should have just had one moderator and kept it flowing rather than cutting it into these little segments and different factions. I mean, I think the person who came out looking the best was Jugmeet Singh, yeah. just because of the fact that he was... the vote. He was personal. He was personal. But... I think that's another like fallacy that we have as well too. Just because um, there's two parties that are leading in terms of the race right now, but it, it's so we, far we, ahead. We, though. we, like, we vote, just... but we don't though. But it's not though because it we is. vote. There's no chance we vote wins. based. It doesn't matter if he wins or not though. We vote based on seats. So even if you still want, even if you still like someone and you like their values, voting for them is not a waste because that person can get a seat in the house, which means that that can get some kind of reputation. Sorry representation for what you want to see going forward as well too this election it's looking like no party is going to be a majority so one of the things that i read up on is that if trudeau does happen to lose this um and let's say that the uh conservatives get like five more seats than he does he can actually speak to the house and get backing from the other parties and still end up being the prime minister um despite the fact that he has less seats in the House than the Conservatives do. Honestly, I honestly so, forgot that. So, yeah. Like, so, with I Canadian politics, American politics yeah, Canadian. It's, ours is different than theirs. So, you no, can still that, have a lot forget, of influence like, based off your votes. True. You've actually changed my opinion. You're right. So, um, it's so like, we get so brainwashed by, like, the things I know that, like, I remember from, like, my poli-sci class and everything, too. But then I get so brainwashed with American politics. Yeah, that, that you just, just think it's a two-person like, race. Yeah, and you're like, like, well, they have no chance and stuff, and now Obama's going to lose. And you're like, what? Like, yeah. talking about Canadian politics, bro. I'm like, okay. And honestly, it's embarrassing. Like, I need to get way more, like, educated with Canadian politics well, we've got, than I do America. We've got a week and a half, 10 days. I'm not going to do it this round. Like, come on. I got, <laughs> no, you have I'm to. Busy. This is Okay, these next four years are probably some of the most important years going forward. Because climate change is a huge topic right now, as well as as well as the economy. Things that we complain about, we can't just sit back and let them like. I'm a millennial. The, the boomer, say, okay, I'm, the boomers aren't going to be around here for much longer. We can't let them they keep win. dictating They've our won. future. We can't let them keep My dictating our future. Over. Shut up. I'm giving up. Out of here. I'm podcasting like. <laughs> As it's like floods, like the Titanic. We're just going to go in this, like, I'm not going to change anything. I'm just going to narrate how shitty the world is. All right, let's 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 switch it up a little bit here because I feel like we do need to speak about some music. We have been very Dude. political, despite the fact you know what, that this it, is not a political any, podcast. But we, we these are, are pop culture I think it's references. fine given the climate right now. Oh, for we've, sure. We've, I don't know. We've done our music thing for a while. So, I mean, just with so much of what's going on, I think it's all right that we give time to it today did and you did you watch the hip-hop awards bt hip-hop awards oh no, man i haven't watched those things in forever <laughs> well your boy chance the rapper performed um it was actually a good performance yeah i mean Just, it's a good despite performer. the this, yeah despite the fact that his album wasn't that great the songs that he performed were good 
Um, little baby and the baby performed. I only watched like ten minutes of it, but what are we? What's the Gucci deal? Like, because we're not. Oh, because yeah, anymore? I thought we're not wearing Gucci, Gucci anymore. This nigga comes out on stage at the BT Awards like a year ago. Wearing where, what was Gucci thing? No, it wasn't. That was this year. That was months ago. Either that's, way, that's years that shouldn't be. Like... I mean, I know they record these a little bit earlier as well too. Well, maybe not because that song only came out recently, so it had to be recorded. It was definitely recorded after the whole Gucci yeah. debacle. Either that, way, that was like pre-summer, man. That was, yeah, because that was still doesn't in matter. school. Doesn't matter. He shouldn't have been wearing it, especially at the BT Hip Hop Awards. Like that's the last Gucci, place you should be wearing that shit. Gucci Ben. We don't yeah. fuck with them. Uh, what chance was just on a song called um, Gucci Pajamas? With who? With um, that guy, the Quad Op or whatever, that scammer. Dude. Oh, yo, yo, that song. Slaps, yo, his okay. name trips me out every time because. His name is actually Guap Dad, but every time I read it, I read it as like Guadap or yeah. like Guap or something. I just read it incorrectly. Jeez, um, uh, yeah, Gucci pajamas. And that's the thing. Chance shows out for that verse. I'm like, why can't this guy come through on... Um... He's, good. He's good on uh, features. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he kills everyone's shit but his own. <laughs> I mean... He's at, his album's got some hits, but yeah. Come on. Uh, Duval was pretty good as a host, though. He had a City Boy joke, which is hilarious. Um, and he also he also clowned on Fab because Fab had that video of Meg Thee Stallion driving the boat with them, where she pours liquor down your throat. Is that crazy? What? If a girl pours liquor down your mouth, does that look crazy? No. What? I would love for a girl to no, do that. No. Well, apparently, like, the guys in the States don't really fuck with that. Wow. All the grown men were like, that's kind of weird. Because usually it's the other way around. Like, you usually pour liquor down it's women's throats. 2020, man. Come on. Who doesn't want to get, like, no work? You're drinking, like, champagne. But it wasn't like they were turning up. It was just more of, like, her that's driving so the boat in the back. That's ba- even in better, the ba- not turning it, just laying there, like, honey, honey. <laughs> want, like, you don't even have to get a glass or anything. Like, I'm I mean, yeah. Drink- I personally didn't think it was that crazy. I can understand the older generation so many, seeing yeah, it. There's but so much I, bullshit I, older I generation like, insecurity. Like, yeah, what? I was just like, I didn't think it was that nuts that How's that he nuts? was that's drinking That's amazing. I, like, what? Like, literally, you're getting, like, what? Because it's... I think it was a way. Like, she was holding... Euphemism she was holding, for homosexuality? Like, what's the issue no, no, there? Well, I don't know. It's like, it's usually that's the woman's position, I guess. <laughs> I want... It's like, what? You don't like that? And she was holding... You want to be the little spoon sometimes? She too? was like, holding the... I'm not going to divulge that information here do, on the podcast. You do. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever really been little spoon. I mean, like, I don't mind I love it. it. I don't mind it if she grabs me like that. Got, if, you're, if you're comfortable in your masculinity, like, <laughs> I would, like, I want to have some wine or some, like, whiskey or whatever and just pour it in my throat. That's amazing. I think it was the way that it was happening. Sexy. Like she was like holding her his chin Good. and like pouring it down. Just being safe, making sure it all gets in your <laughs> being mouth. Safe. Not wasting any man. That's true. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't think it was as big that's of a like deal. A but s- the joke was still hilarious, like, so regardless. What was the joke he gave, you mean? So he we got points because um Atheon Crockett or someone in the cipher like killed it. Yeah. And then Duval was like, Oh, Fab should have been on this. He would have killed it. But then he's like, but he's doing shit like this. Then he showed the video, and he's like, oh, City Girls get like 300 points Honestly, back that's for the only thing it, I which do- is pretty funny. Duval, Duval, he's still like- I love ju- Duval, He's old man. school, though. He's so fu- can see some of his comments, though. He's so funny, though. And he's real. That's what I love the most about him. Like, he keeps well, he it real 100%. What's wrong with loving Duval? I just, he would. He's like your personality, for sure. <laughs> well, you, we all know you don't look up to anyone, so- <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's, there's something very wrong yeah, with that. How do you have no role models in this world? I, like, you look up to Tyler I'm Perry. Obviously, a person nobody respect him. Okay, that's good. As long I as you, as long as you do that. But yeah, obviously. But <laughs> would it be that surprising? Like point at this guy and be like, "This is a guy without role models." <laughs> Makes sense. <sighs> JT is free from the city girls. I didn't even know she's she was in prison. Oh yeah, she she's been in prison for I think the past year for for scamming is what she got caught for. Um, so she actually lives her raps. Big scam. But she dropped this song, First Day Out, which really follows the whole motive of the Meek Mill um, intro song, where it starts off a little bit like melodic. Hold on, I'll play some. Getting out of prison like a drive through All the mall waiting on me because the time flew. I went from boots to khakis to Louis tennis shoes. Sending prayers to my people sitting in the shoe. The blocks, they made me mad, they made me motivated. Yeah, I left the chain game, bitch, I graduated. Being the most important bitch, yeah, I'm celebrated. Little bald head bitch, still the most hated. Bitch, I'm right on time for the season change. <laughs> I've been waiting for the drop for like the past 20 seconds. I think it's coming up. Pull up by myself, Miss Pearlie don't need no army, bitch. I ain't got no love for these niggas. I ain't Bernie, bitch, embarrass a bitch on stage. I'm on some Ari shit. Any bitch in my way, you gonna be sorry, bitch. I wish I would let 
Yeah, so it follows that whole like intro song, and then T Grizzly also had his first day out song too, which follows it. But shout out to JT. Um, yeah, she's free, so that's pretty dope. City Girls are probably going to be running it for next year, maybe. Are they? They're going to be well, they're going to be in contention for sure. Um, I mean, Young Miami's married, or sorry, pregnant. So maybe after she's done her pregnancy, they'll be killing it. But it's dope that she's free. That's yeah. good. Um, Wale, yeah. NBA Young Boy. Roddy Rich and Pusha T all drop tomorrow. Uh, all Wally, Wally and NBA Youngboy are albums. albums yeah. Roddy Rich and Pusha T are just songs. Expectations for the albums. Uh, <laughs> we know you don't like Wally for whatever yeah, reason. Maybe always put like you see his tweets today and yesterday like. Yeah, he was going through some shit. Bullshit going through. Nigga, that's you. Yeah, I, that's not me. Man. Yes, it like, is. I'm with the positivity. <laughs> No, you're I, emotional, nigga. You were talking about how some people were clowning you about the fact that you were in the NCAA. Yeah, how dare they? First of all, <laughs> nigga, you were yeah, tweeting about was, your shit. I was going through some, <laughs> some real shit though. I got fifty dollars in my bank account. Wale's got M's, right? I'm not gonna no. He is pretty wealthy. I, I just don't. I know. Obviously, I'm I'm biased, non-fan of Wale, so I will not be. I mean, he has a couple. Like my my Spotify still has a couple of songs that like bang, but I'll never download a whole Wale album. So next. And then young boys. Okay, wait. How much do you think he's gonna do though? Because he did have on chill, which is definitely gonna con contribute to his sales on billboards. I don't even so, know to be honest. Like, I, like I feel like he's still got a pretty solid fan base, even though he's like out of the public eye hard. So I, I don't know. I, I don't even know what to think to be honest. Like, I, I don't even feel comfortable putting a number out there. Really? Like forty? Just take a guess. That's okay. That's very low, but. Sure. I think it's like he's not around, man. Like, I'm I'm gonna go with because of the fact that he has that song on Billboard and it was killing it. I'm gonna say he probably does 80k, 80k first week. That's too high. No, I don't think so, man. I think that song charted long enough and high enough for him to get enough streams from that for him to do pretty big numbers off this album. Well, we'll see. Because what did what did Ross do? Ross did like Ross did 80, did he not? Yeah, but he's, well, well, he's not as big as Ross. But he had a bigger song going up to his album than yeah, Ross but did. It's, with those guys, it's about their like strong fan base, though. It's not about the, their singles. But the singles contribute to the album. Yeah, we had so, a whole many, discussion how many on how this goes. How said, though, they have albums that don't sell shit? As well, don't name like, one. We've never said that. Tons of them, like tons of people have bangers, and the albums don't do numbers and stuff. There's never been one. The, I can't you, think, okay, that's name insane. one so, in the streaming I, era. Yeah, there's name songs one. that have been like huge and they don't like live, live up to or like not number one, but like they do really good on the charts. Oh, I'm not going to say he go. He, I don't think he goes number one, no, but, but I saying, think he's no, going to do like, 80k. I'm saying people have successful songs and their albums don't do anything. Like remember when that little Zang was blowing up and he like that song was so popular. What song did Little Zang have that, that was one, popular? The, like, I don't remember shit. Like Skittles. That, that song got like in top. I don't five. think I ever heard that song. It did. It was huge. It's literally top five. His album did nothing. There's so was that song? Was that song on the album? Are you telling me? Was that song on the album though? Yeah, it was. But are you telling me there's people who've had really popular songs that didn't sell well either? Like, think about what you're saying. Like, it's, I think they, it's, I think it's they happens a lot. If like, they put that song on the album, if they wait too long. Tons of different reasons though. Like, it happens all the time. Yeah, okay. I think if they wait too long, then yes, because I don't think it's that not that completely contributes indicative. To it. Like, I'm saying, like, okay, I get you saying like it's a better chance he does numbers. I just episode, think, so. I just think with how streaming goes now, that one song, if he puts it on his album, which he is going to do, it's going to contribute to his sales, which is why I think he's going to do 80k. That's just my argument right there. <laughs> no, that was disgusting. What the fuck was that? <sighs> all right. Um, let's move on to this Hong Kong NBA Steph Curry, Steve Kerr. Daryl Morey, I think I have a heart drama. <laughs> Yo, I you, you had a lot to say about it earlier. I'm all like, why do I need to stop coming in and like going on these rants? <laughs> That's why I said you should have saved most of it it's for about the podcast. goddamn moment, man. And I couldn't. I was. I've been so heated about this that like. So so basically, what happened is that the NBA has. Um, well, Daryl Morey first came out and made a comment on Twitter about how Hong Kong should continue to protest and fight for their freedoms. And the situation in Hong Kong, for those of you who don't know, because I didn't really know until I started looking up into it, um, Hong Kong protests started in June against proposals to allow extradition to mainland China. So these two countries, um, sorry, this Hong Kong is now... Okay, I'm, I'm butchering this terribly. <laughs> I'm just going to read this, and then you guys will understand what happened. Hong Kong's protest started in June against proposals to allow extradition to mainland China. Critics feared this could undermine the city's judicial independence and endanger dissidents. A former British colony, Hong Kong, 
has some autonomy and more rights than the mainland China under a one country, two systems so, deal. So the big issue of this is that China is very, uh, I won't even say communism, like it's not communism, but it's, it's, I don't, it's like They're a very strict. totalitarian yeah. state where everything's being watched, the rules, there's no free speech, people are being punished for a lot. Um, there's, there's so many ethical issues though, because this is what my, also my problem with this too, is because it's extended to now it's not, cause China does a lot of things like ethically, like there's the, they have a whole internment camps for Muslims in China right now and all these other issues where they're apparently harvesting organs and like, obviously, and then there's like social credit. Have you heard about that in China? Like people are getting rated and like not allowed to leave their cities because, because of the ratings, because of their ratings. Like, you know what I mean? That's Stuff like some, like, um, What's that? What's that show called? Black Mirror. Black Mirror. Yeah, show, that's yeah. what it basically like shit like based off that. So, but Maury's thing was just this one thing. It was strictly Hong Kong, who is a much more liberal, free, like state within bigger China. Um, yeah, that, that they have their own rules. They have yeah. their own laws, essentially. And, and it's very complicated. I think there's like a they have five more years of like China's closing on in on them as well. No, no, I think it's I think it's longer than 5 more years. I think at least from what I read it ends in like 2047. Okay, That's well, what that, I maybe some rules are slowly changing. But I think, yeah, I think some might change in the and next few years. Like, because, I tried, man. Like, I've been reading and, like, I was. Because China's been infringing on their rights yeah. recently. Like, they've been trying to change some st- stuff, like this extradition bill, which would allow um, people who've been convicted in Hong Kong to be tried in China, where they feel, where the residents of Hong Kong feel they won't get a fair trial. Yeah, well, they won't. It's 100%. Like, well, probably not. There's yeah, no but. argument that, like, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, they won't. Like, there's, there's no argument to say that, like, China's not corrupt as shit and, like, terrifying in that. It's just to what degree does is America's responsibility at this point. Um, and I think that's where a lot of people disagree. Like, no one is going to be – no person who lives in, like, a Western world is going to look at that and be like, dope, I want to be under something like that or doesn't have sympathy to Hong Kong – the argument I think now for us and for NBA players and all that is what what is like our responsibility. The views of Gabe Eppard are Gabe Eppard's alone and do not represent Pop's culture or any of its affiliates. I speak <laughs> I speak for all of us. I speak for Pop when I say everything. Yeah, so so this has gone so because of Daryl Morey's tweet, it's definitely affected some of the dealings that the NBA has with China. I mean the Rockets were the most famous team that played in China. Um, they did have Yao Ming back in the mm-hmm. day, so that's where most of their popularity has come up, and China has loved that team. So a lot of the deals that they've had have been since removed or diminished because of the um, because of the statement that Daryl Morey had, and now it's looking a little bit shady just because of the fact that it seems the NBA favors money more so than they do like the rest um, of the world. Yeah, more so than they do the rights of the Hong Kong people. Um, But like we discussed earlier, I mean, it's not a lot of the players are facing flack for this when it doesn't even fall upon the players themselves because it's their organization that they're working for. And the false equivalency here that a lot of people are making is the fact that the NBA has been so progressive on these matters of social justice. And the fact that players aren't speaking up about this Hong Kong thing, despite the fact that most of them don't have the knowledge or probably just don't really care because it doesn't involve them directly. Um, they're saying that because of they, that they've had speakings out in the past on social issues yeah. in America, that they should be speaking on this matter as well too. And it's like, if you don't have an opinion on something or if that opinion is, is um, doesn't directly affect you, you can have the right to not say anything. Like, why? Why is it when they were speaking up about these matters in America, people were asking them to shut up and be quiet? But now the fact that they've done that, and this situation occurs, now people are asking them to speak on everything. So should we? Should they have an opinion on Syria? Should they have an opinion? White people. On, that's why. <laughs> should they have an opinion on anything else? Name another league that's even done anything like it's, this. Like the NHL hasn't done anything. I, like, no one asked them about I'm their like, shit. And like literally, it's impo- like I get it, and it, I don't want to sound like we're defending. What's happening there and stuff, but the idea is like, so like what like the, the Syria, the Middle East and stuff. At what point do you get to be like, I'm concerned with things that like are going in front of me? Like there's you have empathy and like all that, but like, why do they have to speak out on everything? And why this is what this is my example that I don't. This is what I don't understand either. It's so crazy that people 
are wanting to like hold the NBA players, the employers to this standard and not the owners and the politicians and all these and the people, people who deal who with actually, China yeah, and make all, money like, from the, that. Like all this. Yeah, exactly. Like all of America, like deals with China and makes so much money, like Apple and everything like Nike and that, like it's you think the athletes are the one doing that. Like it's like going into like, like I said before, it's like going into Apple store and like talking to employee and be like, so why are you supporting China? You piece of shit. Or like, going I'm to a $15 employee like here. Like what the hell do you mean? Or going to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, or yeah, go to Chick-fil-A, like, why are you home? Like, yeah. the poor workers just doing their, like, you know about what I mean? About the homosexual rights yeah, and being and like, oh, like, like <laughs> why do you support this? Like, like, what, yeah, and it's just crazy to me that, like, those, because it's every time people want to hold, and it goes back to, man, like, they want to hold, like, black men to a different standard. Like, they want to hold black people in general to so different standards and they don't even follow. To me, and, how, like, how can you sit there with, like, your Nike shit on and stuff, too? Like, not you're still in taking in the NBA. Nothing's going to change you're doing and that. And, like, you can afford to not... Like, people are like, oh, they're already millionaires. Like, what's a couple million and stuff? It's like, okay, you could go ahead and if you care so much, you can go and not buy Nike or anything in China. You can afford exactly. that, too. Exactly. A lot and of the people know. who are making these commentaries aren't following the same logic that they're delivering online. But it's so much easier online to just tell other people what they should be doing when you don't follow it yourself. Like, yeah. It's I, an insane I I almost ask. lost on Twitter. People, like, because they're minorities. Why the, the least powerful people in America... And you're asking them to be the voice and stand up and be like, oh, black people should understand if anything. I've seen this a lot on Twitter and stuff. So, okay, like we're not, we're not the ones in power. Like they're like these are people too have made it like from some, from nothing to something. And then you want them to risk it when you have all these elites who have so much money and have had power their whole life. People have grown up in government and being socialites and stuff and not doing anything. And then you want to look at an athlete who's literally just like playing basketball and stuff. Like it's dope when they want to speak out and do stuff. And I appreciate that and that. But like. At what point do we draw the line then? Because we got Russia, we got Syria. There's atrocity, atrocities across the whole world, and then you like people just want it's so easy to pick on like the athletes and stuff, and like and they're not like they're not tricking me. Like I can see the fucking the thinly veiled racism in this and what oh for sure it's definitely and stuff, and then it's definitely I, coded. I, I hate it because I can't even say anything or like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're it's, saying on Twitter, you see all these comments, and, like, you just look like the angry black person. Yeah, but well, not, not even that. I think just this whole issue is so, like, convoluted because if, when you do speak on this, you're not only speaking on the black issue, you're also speaking on the Hong Kong issue at the same time, too. So it's like, no matter what kind of position you try and take on this, and if you try to combat those people, it just looks a certain way because it might look like you're defending the other side or yeah, taking yeah, a certain exactly. pick on it. So. And, it's hard to to really come out and discuss it on Twitter in 240 characters where people are going to misconstrue what you say no matter what. And this is the hardest thing for me, too, is to say, like, like, listen, man, like, I want people to a degree, like, I want people in Hong Kong to care about police brutality in America. But in no world would I ever expect, like, their workers to walk out. Or like do any you know what I mean? Yeah, like, to it's speak crazy on issues. That you're asking, like, like, the, the, would we ask the Chinese basketball association to like speak up on their stuff yeah, about America? Like, and be, like, like you know what I mean? Take a stand. Like why aren't they mean with Kaepernick? Like and shit like that. You know what I mean? It's just like it's wild to me that like there's there's a difference between having empathy, but like how involved in every situation. Like we could pull this card for everything and everyone. And instead of using common sense and being like, okay, to this degree, they should care and stuff. Now we're just like, you know what I mean? It's such yeah. a, an easy narrative to create, but it's so ridiculous and it's just frustrating. And like, I hate this. Like, I don't, man, it's hard. Like as a black person, it's hard to care. Not, I don't want to, never mind. <laughs> you don't want to go there? Well, it's just like for chi- like, you know what I mean? It's like, obviously you don't want anyone to go through that pain and like all that, but like there's a long, long history of black people being second class citizens in Asian countries. Yeah. And it's extremely like I'm not validating any of the pain they go through and all of that stuff, but like it's extremely hard to have like this deep concern when you know those people already look at you as a second class citizen. Yeah. And it's not even so much that. I think it's just it's just hard for humans in general to care about something that's not directly affecting them. Yeah. Like things that happen across the world. Um, I mean, you, you can feel empathy for it. You can definitely feel sad. And if you want to and are knowledgeable about it, you can definitely speak out yeah. and say something about it. But I think it's hard to ask everyone to try and care about something that doesn't directly affect them. Because even things that happen right at home, a lot of people don't give a shit about, yeah. but they say they will. 
and yeah, just like this shit was happening. Like I knew, but it was happening all the time. And people like every one of these people have an iPhone, and like you know what I mean. Like, oh yeah, no one, like, no one was saying this when the riots like, actually happened. Like, it, why aren't black men doing something? It's, it's like why isn't like it's all of a sudden when the NBA gets involved that people are like, oh, like now they should start saying it. Yeah, but, like are you like with all your Nike on and stuff like that too? Like what are you doing? Are you never gonna buy a Nike shoe again too, nigga? Get out of here. Like yeah, I mean Daryl Morey came out and said some stuff. No one really. I mean people did bring it up, but. It's a it's a shady issue. I think part of the reason too the NBA does look really shady is that they had two players or sorry two fans who were um, who were making their own protests with their signs and stuff like that in yeah. the arena. They got kicked out, and then this happened. Yeah, and th- they've handled some things poorly, but this is all on that. This is Adam Silver and his boys. Oh yeah, this is all on the owners and, the and everyone up top. This has nothing to do with the players. Like I couldn't imagine me showing up to like my work. People are like, what do you think about like Syria right now? Like you need to answer this, or there's gonna be a million people judging you that you have no compassion and you're stupid. And I'm just sitting there like, you know what I mean? Like the, of course, like Westbrook and Harden. Like, you know, they can, they're allowed to brush it off. Like, that's not their job. Yeah. You know this, I mean? this happened earlier today. Christina McFarlane, CNN. Um, the NBA has always been a league that prides itself on its player and its coaches being able to speak out openly about political and societal affairs. I just wonder, after the events of this week and the fallout we've seen, whether you would both feel differently about speaking out in that way in future. Um, it's a legitimate question. This is an event that's happened this week during during the NBA. This particular question has not been answered. James. Any other questions? Uh, gentlemen in front. Like, that was a good journalism question. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it's way, definitely applicable. The way she but worded it was awesome, too. Yeah, she she did a great job. Yeah. And then the lady to the side who, I guess, is PR or whatever, um, she kind of mishandled it, I guess. But kind of. I, I, I think, I think that... NBA did um, put out an apology. True. Because I, I don't... Yeah, because like, I don't know if... Yeah, I don't know if that's necessarily... She might have got orders from someone else to... And misunderstood. Yeah, yeah, to do that or something There's like no that. There's no one so, in any... Capacity that could work in communications and think that was a good idea. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah, that's, that, that was terrible. Those optics. Especially for what's been going on and like <laughs> censorship in general. Yeah, like, that just looks like, real bad in terms of bad like, look. Yeah, it's terrible. Like, if anything, like, no one would, really, I, I know I wouldn't have cared if Russ and like Harden were just like, uh, like, we really don't know. Like, yeah. that's something we have to consider. Boom. But like, for someone to step in and literally stop her from, show, like, yeah. which everyone's accusing China of doing and sewing up yeah. about. Oh, That's what like, I was trying to go with. Yeah, like <laughs> Silver must have been cringing when he saw that. They they left that they let out a statement being like that by no means was what we wanted. Um, we like what obviously protect themselves. Yeah, and said they do not agree with that lady or whatever was said. So, all right, well that'll do it for episode thirty five. This very special episode, real quick, Gabe, before we end up closing this out, bro. Um, Pitchfork put out their top two hundred albums of the decade. What do you think made number one? Like of all music, of all of, music in the past decade, from 2010 yeah. to 2019, know, what do you think? Like, made like Lady Gaga, close. <laughs> yeah, that Kanye quote where Kanye's like, "I love Gaga." Yeah, but oh, what yeah. the fuck does yeah. she know about yeah. Polaroid? That is honestly what I. That's why I love Kanye because oh, that shit's man. so on. Like that's so right, dude. <laughs> like we talking about, like you can do anything. Like I love Gaga. But what the fuck does she know about pictures? Like, what does oh, she know man. about photography? That shit killed me. Yo, that's one of my favorite clips, like, ever. Yeah, no, I, I love that That's clip. why you love Kanye. Like, that shit is like, yo, like, he speaks his mind. Like, that's the brilliant Kanye I love. Bro. Yeah, but for every little... Today, I will say, because before he used to give great one-liners, like the Taylor Swift one, the one yeah. on George like, Bush. Even, like, those all just, falls down. Those were just great shit. one-liners. But when he goes on his rants, now it's like you got to cipher out, like, the one-liners uh, more so yo, than him just delivering it. you bring up that it. clip, man, before, like... <laughs> I love Gaga. <laughs> what the fuck does she know? Okay, but so what was what was named? Uh, so so number one was was to my surprise, Blonde made number one. Really? And number two was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, which I think is actually number one. Yeah, in my I mean eyes. I do too. But you can't be, you can't really come out of all the albums. You can't really complain about two. Yeah, but I don't know if Blonde should be number one. Like I mean, I've listened to Blonde. Blonde. I know I've I, listened not- to it, but. And even when it first came out and it was really hard to listen to and people didn't really expect it, and going back and listening to it, I could see how it's a really good album. I don't know if that's the best I, album of the decade. I honestly think Blonde's one of those things where like everyone's like, oh, this is like good, and someone's like, this is the best ever, and everyone's like, yeah. And someone agreed with it, yeah. yeah they just hopped I mean? on I it. I think people just went crazy. Like, it's good, but like, it's not even my favorite Frank Ocean album. So like, 
I uh, yeah, I, I got to put, I would say My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but I thought Pitchfork did a pretty good job of their list. I'm surprised and really disappointed that they didn't have Blank Face by Schoolboy Q on there. That album is definitely one of the yeah, greatest albums of the past That is decade. a slap. Like, that's one of my favorite albums. And too. Rick Ross's Black Market, super underrated. I know it came after an album that people didn't really like, but that album is so good. Yeah, it should have made the list as well, either. too. Um, but yeah. I want to go. I want to check that out. But like, and then Schoolboy had a funny quote too, because you know everyone's oh, yeah, top yeah, fifty yeah. list. Talking about list, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, "Who the fuck knows their like forty seventh <laughs> favorite album?" Like, which is so true. And it is like, true. Like, who are the forty like the forty seventh favorite rappers? Like, what is the point after top five? That's why rap used to always be top five. Yeah, because that's all that matters. Top ten at most. Because you won't really remember anything yeah. past that. Also, Gucci on the Atlanta list. He put he he was pretty pissed about it. They have him at number thirteen behind like Offset. I was just like, he's a guy who fathered yeah, all these guys. Yeah, he should exactly. be at least That's top insane, ten, man. in my opinion, top five. But he's top three. <laughs> he's number one. And what he said is, you are a celebrity. So basically, what's going to happen is there's product here, and this is where you end up right here. If you can communicate this product, you can make money off the product. Because look at Gaga; she's the creative director of Polaroid. I like some of the Gaga songs. What the fuck does she know about cameras? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 